One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So the neuro nerds and the stroke of genius guys are caught in the middle of a time vortex. Not really, but I have half of the stroke of genius guys, Liam, here in studio with me and the other half in New York. Yeah, like Ant-Man, we're calling the Quantum Realm episode of the Neuro Nerds. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good about I feel pretty good about that. So today I had the pleasure of interviewing the Stroke of Genius guys. What Stroke of Genius, you ask? Stroke of Genius is a documentary series that's done by stroke survivor Kyle and artist Liam. They go around the country and they meet other stroke survivors and they talk about their stories and what their Stroke of Genius is. It's a beautiful thing that they do. And now they're creating content on Ariana Huffington's new platform, Thrive, which is really exciting, really amazing. Liam just so happened to be in the greater Los Angeles area and came into studio with me to do an interview. And then we Skyped with Kyle in New York and we put on this beautiful episode. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. So we have a very special Neuro Nerd episode today. Today is the Stroke of Genius episode. Now, you guys are really familiar with the Stroke of Genius guys, Kyle and Liam. Liam just so happens to be down in my ways here in L.A. and he decided to visit because he's awesome. And he had a, we we got uh, Kyle on FaceTime and Kyle's like, oh, you guys are going to do the episode of Neuro without me. And I was like, oh, my God, we can absolutely do an episode of Stroke of Genius with the Stroke of Genius guys together. Kyle's on Skype with us right now. Liam's here in person. This is amazing. Hey, guys. How you doing? So, so, so uh, that, that's Kyle there. I got Liam right over here to my right. Um, Liam, speaking of looking like cartoon characters, I say I look like a cartoon character sometimes because I kind of wear the exact same thing every single day. It's normally my I Almost Die t-shirt from uh, the Like It or Not Apparel Girls, which are those guys are amazing, and uh, my cargo shorts, and that's it. 
Liam just said he wears basically the exact same thing. And what's funny is as soon as I saw you for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, you look exactly like I pictured you when I see you in pictures. Well, it's, it's because thing. I literally wear the same thing and I, I don't wear the same thing as you. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would be really, really strange. But it's actually if I can uh, tell you, it's actually a very intentional outfit because mm-hmm. basically I wear a blazer. And my white V-neck T-shirt, and then usually black slacks or black pants and shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's because that outfit can pretty much go to any occasion. That's very like no matter true. where I end up, I could be at like a black tie event. They're like, okay, I could be at a, uh, you know, I could dress. It could dress super down, take the blazer off. You're just in a white V. Otherwise, I could be at a hipster party. I could be at a fancy event. Yeah, it's like hipster chic. So it's uh, it's like, you know, no matter where I end up, because I really never know where I'm going to end up. So what's awesome is I live in California and I can wear anything at any time, anywhere. So I could literally <laughs> wear shorts and a T-shirt. It's like, oh, there's like an after party for like this event uh, from this movie that's premiering. It's like, oh, OK, cool. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? It's 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 very chill over here. And if I'm like really, really underdressed, I could just be like, hey, I had a stroke, guys. So I just assumed that this was an OK thing to wear. So. Kyle, talk to me about Stroke of Genius. Like, how did this come come to be? Because I asked Liam, how did you guys link up? And I was like, hey, we'll talk about this on air. It's going to be great content. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all about uh, Tammy. Uh, Tammy. I, I've never met Tammy. I've never actually spoken to Tammy, but I know of her through you guys. Yeah, so she's this kind of like a uh, special hidden ghost mm. uh, who appears in uh, photos every so often. Uh, but she is the magic behind this. Mm. Um, you know, last year I celebrated my 20th year anniversary during the summer, and uh, it was about to get uh, the 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 leave leaves I uh, turned uh, were here. Wait a minute, the leaves were turning in September, and I went to this AT and T event, and they were doing this contest. And uh, Tammy just happened to be stubble, uh, just stumbled upon uh, this event. Uh, she was here on vacation. She's from uh, San Francisco. And she she said, uh, she sat right next to me in the, the theater seats. And she says, who are you? And I'm like, who am I? And so, you know, uh, and we got the conversation going. And she said, you should do the contest. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't have time. And then she emailed me like five times that night. And she said, I really think you should do this contest. Uh, you know, meet, meet with me in the morning, you know, and let me go through it. What was, what was the contest? Uh, this AT&T, uh, create-a-thon contest in New York. Mm. Uh, you know, and, there's like 50 films that were created that weekend. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, a 36 hour, 36 hour film festival. Oh, okay. And, uh, you, you develop, write, uh, shoot and edit all within that weekend. And so, uh, there were some, some awesome films, you know, uh, that Sunday that were turned in and, uh, they, you know, uh, they chose mine. Damn right they did. I mean, they were awesome films. Well, come on. They're not Stroke of Genius awesome. Let's be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, so after- how, how did you link up with Tammy? 
Well, I mean, in that in the theater seats, you know, and we we just connected, and uh, and then we the next day we uh, I accepted her, you know, uh, uh, invitation to a meeting uh, over coffee, and she burst through the door, and she just <laughs> said the first thing that she said when she walked, walked burst through the door is stroke of genius, and I said I'll give you one more hour. That's awesome. That's that. That's amazing. How did you link up with this guy over here? Well, uh, halfway through development, um, and halfway through, uh, you know, like you know, just just the style and the pre-production. I just said, you know what, we like, you know, Liam has Liam and I have been collaborating so many times and i've uh just read his his buddy's book uh, the 2 a.m principle and uh his his buddy would take him on random adventures uh all across the world <laughs> john and, levy <laughs> yeah john levy and i just said i i gotta ask liam if he'd be down for that and so liam why don't you take a uh take it from here so this is i this is the best thing so i get my phone rings and it's kyle Mm -hmm. and he's like hey i have this crazy question and i'm like yeah and he's like would you consider driving across country with me shooting a documentary series (laughs) i was like Yes, that's awesome. That's hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. I was like, you had me at. I have a crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> I was already in. It was like no, no question. That's perfect. And then, you know, he said he, he shared that story with me and about Tammy and like about what because they they won the contest mm-hmm. and then, you know, as soon as they won, Tammy turns to Kyle and she's like, well, now you got to go tell other people's stories. Yeah, and then. So it was, that's where it all began. Oh, Stroke of Genius was born. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, my mind blow, but just blew, you know, when, when, when she said she was in the theater seats right before uh, the awards, she said, now you have to go tell other people's story. And then I just, just, I just cried, you know, just like, oh my God, that is actually my purpose. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Damn, you're you're making me missy-eyed, and I don't have very many of those things. What do you call them? Feelings. That's right. I don't have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, you do, Joe. I I do, I do. I'm o- always very over emotional, and you absolutely know, being a stroke survivor, like uh, my emotions are a roller coaster daily, hourly, minutely, secondly. But that that that's awesome. I mean, that's that's such a cool thing. And and you guys have been doing this how long now? A year. A year. One year. That's incredible. It's our one year anniversary last week. Man, and all this amazing stuff happened. So today, uh, Liam and I were hanging out on the side of a mountain. And so, <laughs> as we do, <laughs> you know. So we've been to the mountain. <laughs> so, where, where do you guys hang out? So um, I live in California, and there's like my backyard. There's like this kind of really big hill, but it just kind of looks like a mountain. So Liam was like, oh, you know, I think we get like a really good view from the top there. Let's go check it out. Have you ever been? I'm like, no, no, I haven't because it's super steep. So we made it about maybe halfway 
up and then you know we got a call from from uh called kyle and 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 we were talking literally on the side of a mountain and you guys decided to do like an impromptu episode of stroke of genius with me there which was awesome and you guys let loose some amazing news if you guys want to share with the the rest of the neuro nerds out there what what this amazing news is because it is as said amazing yeah so um on wednesday uh we uh, we are, have a partnership with Thrive Global, which is uh, an amazing uh, web. Is it a? I'm a little confused. Like, is it a web? I don't know. The new future world that we live in. It's like a publication, right? It's a publication, right? It's it's basically right. like it's like media online. It's like the Huffington Post, which now I mean, Ariana Huffington. You know, uh, a couple years ago, uh, she started this. Uh, Thrive Global, a new publication. Uh, she left uh, the Huffington Post uh, to start it, and so now they're incorporate incorporating uh, video and uh, like video series, content series, even documentary series. And uh, we've been in communication with them for, I mean, really, I mean, from from the start. And you know, they've been. Uh, closely watching you know the progress and you know we just called them one day and we just said all right i think we're ready like awesome. let's talk and uh but that was like several months ago and yeah, dan you know, it just dan it just takes throw. a long time it, it does these things don't happen overnight most people become huge successes it's like oh they became an overnight success yeah that overnight took 17 years <laughs> so yeah man this has been one long night <laughs> <laughs> No, but that, that that's awesome. I mean, th- th- this is this is a big deal, and it's it's time to celebrate. You know, you should celebrate with a glass of wine. Kyle's already got one. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're celebrating over here with coconut water because we are in California. So, yeah. I mean, what, what, what else do you like? It's either coconut water or kombucha. I don't know. So, yeah, let me tell you why this is huge, Joe. It's huge because for our project mm-hmm. to get the type of amplification that Thrive Global is going to give us. But at the core of what we're up to, we're about sharing stories. And we have this sort of a hypothesis, I'll call it, which mm-hmm. is that when you share your story, um, it actually it gives you the opportunity to when you specifically we're all about sharing stories of triumph. So mm-hmm. when you share your story of triumph, it actually gives other people the opportunity to live that triumph as well. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're going to do eventually with Thrive is we're starting off just by creating content for the site, mm-hmm. but we are actually going to open it up to everybody else to share their stories and create an online platform where people can build community around sharing their stories of triumph. Oh, it's beautiful. And if, yeah, and if you bring together people, can, you can build community anywhere around anything. You think there's a cigar community, there's a community around, uh, you know, um, you know, boating, right. wh- whatever. Right. But and so pick up. And makeup, yeah. But what if you built a community around triumph? Oh, that would be a triumphant community. It would be. It would be like r- ridiculously positive, you know. Well, what, more specifically, well, more uh, specifically, you know, the stroke of genius. Okay, like that even goes more narrow and says, "All right, what's that moment where you choose how you're going to live the rest of your life?" Like that is specific. And because we all go through that, you know, we all have that moment. But to think back on that moment is is one like re 
energizing. And two, it, it brings back all these other triumphant moments. And, and then you're able to release this authenticity, uh, you know, this true story. And, you know, I've no, I, I don't even know where it comes from, you know, uh, but it just, it's, it's so exciting to hear. This is, I'm inspired as hell. This is great. Like I, I'm, I'm super excited because I kind of feel the same way in sharing stories. Um, I think it helps like as a survivor sharing my story helps me in my recovery. And I know sharing it will help somebody else in their recovery, understand that they're not alone. They're not the only ones going through it and that you are building a community of, well, I'm trying to build a community of survivors, you know, sharing stories one story at a time. Actually, I came up with that idea from you guys. I think it's amazing what you've done. You guys, um, uh, uh, stroke survivors never quit with Jamie, the Stromies, like everybody's sharing these stories and building this community of survivors. And you guys are taking it to another level. It's inspiring as hell. Well, thank you. Well, uh, so Joe, what's your stroke of genius? Meeting the no, stroke we'll of genius, that, guys. No, we'll say that to the end. <laughs> What's that? Come on, Liam. Liam, we always say that to the end. Well, you, you know where I, I start at a 10, and then we take it up from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a ending first. It's like, a, a, wait, what, we're living memento. Yeah. <laughs> we're starting at the end, and we're working our way back to the beginning. Um, no, I, I think it's amazing what you guys are, are, are doing. And, and really, it's I'm so blessed to have met you guys you know i I'm even more blessed to be here in the same room with one of you guys with another one of you guys on skype that i'm staring at and hearing you like it's the magic technology <laughs> isn't it beautiful yeah like no yeah. matter how, how far we are we're we're all like it we're all here that's that's what's beautiful about technology what what actually what blows me away about technology liam just told me that he has like a a, a timer on some of his tech so he's not like always on, which I think is a genius idea because most of the time you're, we're not even connecting with one another because we're staring at our phones. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a picture I'll never forget of Keanu Reeves, who doesn't live super far away from here, um, like in the area. He was in Silver Lake and there's a picture of him of everybody. It's maybe about 15, 20 people walking around him. Not one of them was looking at him and every single person has their face buried in their phone. Oh my god! And I was like, "That's just such a bummer," you know. We're not connecting with one another, so like, it, it's great that we can do this and use technology to connect as opposed to deflect, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, when I when I catch people look looking at my right side when walking down the street in New York, you know, and then they look at me, like I smile, and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I smile and I'll, I'll I'll give them a little nod, and you know, and they you know that and and uh, and enlightened them to smile and give a little nod back because they're just curious. Yeah, know? but some people are dicks. I I've, well, I've said that a million times. So I I have a um a good friend Noreen. Uh, she's an artist in Australia. She had a Noreen. stroke. I love I love Noreen. Noreen, I, I adore Noreen. She she's the best. And so she um we were talking, she was a little bummed out because uh she was in line somewhere and some dude was behind her and he was like, Oh, look at her arm. Ew. Like he was being a dick 
she had a pediatric stroke. She had a stroke when she was uh, um, a few months old. And, you know, her deficits is she never had feeling on her right side. And but she's talk about thriving. She is thriving. She's an amazing artist. She just sold one of her first pieces, which is amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations, Noreen. You're awesome. Congratulations. That's a huge. So so immediately for me, defensive Joe, I wanted to take a flight down to Australia where she lives and beat the shit out of somebody. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, I, I have a very low tolerance for that. It's so ignorant and it's so dumb. And what you're supposed to do is ignore these people. Uh, I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I, there's something that. So there's something called uh, Hanlon's razor. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. So Hanlon's razor is um, a. Uh, uh, it's a. It, it's like a thing that somebody said once. A razor is like that's what a razor is like, mm-hmm. and not and there's also like the razor that cuts your face. But when right. they talk about like, so this guy Hanlon said this thing once that is like, um, it basically it states that um, never attribute to malice something that can easily be explained by ignorance. Oh wow, wow, Damn. and that uh, is, and that is for me, it's not necessarily the truth, but what it is is it's an access to. Um, it's an access to understanding. It's mm-hmm. also an access to um, not having things really bother you so much. If you really think about that. Right. Like, you know, I don't know that many people, people are so sheltered, do you know? Absolutely. And I don't know that many people see people that have strokes or see or even understand or know anything. Right. And But a lot of times what happens when uh, we get into circumstances like that you know, we tend to think that there's some kind of malice involved, like mm-hmm. they're doing it to you or someone's doing something to me. Um, and it's really, I think it gives you access to forgiveness to really think about not, never to attribute to malice what can easily be explained by ignorance. Right, right. And then I try to stoop down to that level and I show my ignorance when I want to put my foot in that dude's ass. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> but I try to, I, I'm, I'm not as reactive as I used to be because I didn't mention it in the last like three minutes. I did have a stroke. So, um, I, I have to get, and it was a high, blo- <laughs> it was a high blood pressure induced one. So I have to keep like my stress level down. So I remove myself from a lot of those situations, but it's still bugs the hell out of me the ignorance of people and it's willful ignorance there's an internet out there look some stuff up so um what i've chosen to do with my life obviously is help other people you know and one of my main focuses is to grow every single day like that Mm. that's what i want to do i want to i want to be happy obviously um but i also i want to help as many people as i can and i want to grow because i think that's why we're here i don't think we're here. Kyle, I don't think you survived your stroke. I don't think you linked up with Liam and Tammy and all these other people. You decided to do this thing to be stressed out and angry and upset every single day. I don't think that's why I survived my stroke. I think me personally, we survived for a reason. We survived so we can actually live, not just survive, not just get by, but actually truly live to. Uh, and then eventually you guys will love this one. Eventually thrive. Huh? Right. Cause the yeah. um, so to, to not only live, but to thrive eventually and to help as many people as we can along the way that that's what, what, what I feel and to grow, you know, like, I don't know how much time we have on this little blue marble we call earth, but I'm going to enjoy every single moment I can and try to connect with as many people as possible, build a community and grow every single day. So these ignorant people, it bothers me that they're not, not that I want everybody to be just like me. 
world would be awesome, but still, <laughs> um, but you know, we, we should be able to learn from one another, you know, we shouldn't be able, we shouldn't judge e- each other. We shouldn't be mean to each other, even though I was kind of a dick when I was younger, but you know, I was just projecting. I wasn't a very happy person, but I've grown since, you know, and I just wish like everybody else would do the same. Wait, 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 guys, guys, guys. Mm-hmm. Can I get in? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I have a question for both of you guys. Yeah. So I, I, you know, you really just hit the nail right on the head, right, Joe? So the question is, how do we, how do you reach people that are in that circumstance? Because I like to imagine that there's no one that walks on the face of this earth that wants to be an angry dimwit for their entire life. And not that I'm saying that that person is an angry dimwit, but if you occur like an angry dimwit to people that you meet, isn't that really who you are? Yeah, that's a good point. So how do you reach people that occur that way? Or how do you reach people? And to and because I know that it's been scientifically proven that when you're engaged in growing as mm-hmm. a human being, that is actually directly linked to happiness. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, I love that. So how do you get people that don't want to grow to want to grow? Oh, my God. I, it's it's so it's so it, you know what it is for me i i'm a helper by nature i've always been a helper um i would help people while hurting myself because i wanted to help so desperately it's a horrible thing if somebody doesn't want to be helped i can't force you to want to do better and mm-hmm. i've kind of done that my whole life kind of lit into my stroke um like my my family is like a huge trigger for that where it's like Look, if you touch a stove, it's going to burn you. Don't touch it anymore. But my family are perpetually touching a hot stove, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's hard. I don't really know. The only thing I've been able to do is remove myself from that. And when people are ready to grow and ready to talk and ready to understand and connect, I'm absolutely right there. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen very often. You know, I, I wish it was different. I have a hard time dealing with ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is just ignorant, I can't I can't talk to you. I can't use words, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know what else to do other than hit you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I, I have a really good friend. He says it all the time. He's like, if I can't talk to you, I have to put my hands on you and I don't want to put my hands on you, you know? So dealing with ignorant people, I do my best just to avoid them because I don't want to end up in jail. You know, <laughs> nicest way to put it. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a different spin on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, out of my 21 years of having a stroke, you know, I, I became, uh, so truthful in so many years and I've helped, it, it has helped me communicate, uh, the God's honest truth to anyone else. And for example, um, I was at a, a, a bar with, a buddy of mine that has been a buddy since fourth grade. And, uh, and we, uh, we start talking to this guy and, you know, he, he goes, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's, you know, states his name and puts his hand out to, to shake. And, uh, I was like, Hey, let's cheers. You know, cause I had a drink in my hand and my other hand doesn't work quite well. And so, uh, and he goes, no, what, shake with your right hand like a real man. And I was like, no, let's 
just cheers, you know, we're, we're out at a, at a bar and, you know, Boa, he's like one of those douchebags, you know, uh, from Wall Street, oh. you know, uh, like always taking, you know, Coke on, on, on the lunch break, you know, that kind of, <laughs> uh, personality. I don't know if he actually does that, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure he does. But, but, but just <laughs> I, Kyle, this is such a great story you're sharing, but the, a perfect example of what I was, what I was talking about, you know, because, but then, but then, you know, he goes, why not? And he got really defensive. And I I literally laughed in his face, turned to my buddy, Michael. And, I, 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 and you know, we looked at each other like we already knew, like, what, what I was going to say, you know. And, you know, Michael was just get, getting ready. And then I was like, I turned to this guy. I was like, dude, like, 21 years ago, I had a stroke. And, you know, and in his face melted and, you it know, was from all the Coke. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it turned into like, it, it was because of the God's honest truth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hit him just smacking him in the face. It really opened him up to a world of authenticity. You, you know what yeah. might have helped too? An actual smack in the face. <laughs> well, I, I wanna, always go yeah. violent. I don't know why. It's a problem. I actually want to bring bring this right back because that's so perfect, Kyle. You know, it wasn't, it was the God's honest truth, but it was also the power of story. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. you're looking at like, why, what do you do to diffuse a situation? What do you do to get through to somebody that doesn't want to get it? Well, the power of story. I mean, you opened up, you could have very easily just turned away and just said, F this guy, whatever. But you turned to him and you said, I had a stroke 21 years ago. And you shared being that open. And he was like, holy crap. I'm a, you know, whatever. And when people say, oh, I'm so sorry, that fucking pisses me off. Right, and- right, right. What, what, what are you sorry about? You know? That the, the- Exactly. And, I'm, I'm and, here. <laughs> and I always I always jump on them and I say, I'm not. Like I'm living the life that I wouldn't have. And so and 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 that struck that 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 strikes them in a, in in a different way that they they you know will always remember that. Oh man, and how beautiful so, is that? Yeah, like, like I mean, you're you're attacking these people non-violently, while I'm on the other side saying, "Oh my God, I'd have punched that guy in the face as hard as humanly possible." Well, well tears can... out, Joe. I was I was picking fights, you know, when with a arm brace and a leg brace because I was thinking I was a stupid jock still, you know, <laughs> and and I lost a couple of those those fights too. You know, but no, no, but that's awesome. Then you could say, Oh, you feel like a big man, you beat up a guy who had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) That's fairly amazing that you only lost a couple of those fights. Oh, no, no, I I can can tell just by talking to Kyle once, you're a scrappy dude, man. If I'm in a dark alley, you're definitely on my side. Yo, dude, I wouldn't call me scrappy. (laughs) (laughs) But but, you know, I, I, I love that just being honest can shape people's, you know, um, minds, you know. I try to be as honest as possible. And a lot of people like I joke because it's me and I'm an idiot by nature. I joke about my stroke all the time. I joke about joke about the PTSD that I have. I joke about the tremors yeah. I have in my right hand. 
it makes so many people uncomfortable. And at first I was like, oh yeah, maybe I should stop doing this. But then I'm like, I'm the one who had the stroke. What are you uncomfortable with? Well, you yeah. know what? It's so it's good that you guys do that because I would actually say you're joking doesn't make people uncomfortable. People are already uncomfortable. Absolutely. But you're joking makes it impossible to hide. Right, right. Because, oh, yeah. Because we really all have like an agreement, right? Like this, like where we'll pretend everything's okay as long mm-hmm. as you pretend everything's okay. And then right. we'll both like kind of exist next to each other until we get tired of it and then (laughs) go home and go to sleep right but when you're joking it's like that honesty that truth is coming through and it's unavoidable it really is i was at uh the one that i'll always remember we were at a restaurant and i was just making stroke jokes because it's what i tended to do it was my um defense it wasn't even a defense mechanism it was what i was using to help me cope with Mm. what happened to me and I was joking. Everybody's laughing. And I remember the the, the waiter was just like, <laughs> uh, uh, are, are we are we laughing at that? Oh, OK. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, he was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and of course, me being a dick, I just kept on going like even harder. <laughs> and it's just I, I don't think anybody should be uncomfortable with what happened to us. It's more a reflection of them than me. I know? can tell you from the other side of it. I I mean, I even still get uncomfortable a lot of times, you know, doing talking genius, talking with people that because I'm have not survived a traumatic medical event. Oh, you're what we call a normie. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can tell you where that uncomfortability comes from is for me. You know, I never want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, all my life, I always got in trouble. I was always the kid that got in trouble. I was always like, don't touch that. Why did you touch that? Uh, right. You know, that was, <laughs> you know, whatever you do, don't go in there. Where was Liam? Right you there. Know, that was, and I would get in trouble all the, my whole life. I, everything I did, I always got in trouble. I always got in trouble. So for me, like immediately, like what comes up for me is like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to ruffle people's. I don't want to like, and I also, I just want people to like me, mm-hmm. you know? I want everyone to love me and be friends with me. And like, I don't want people to be mad. Everyone at me. does. Leo. Yeah, Everybody does love but. you. Do you want to know why? Because you're fucking adorable. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I guess I had that when I was younger, but then I hit a point where I just really don't care. And now that I almost died, I absolutely don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't go about thinking and saying things because, well, maybe me there like i i don't really care like this yeah, is but who i am so many people but that's how people are no so many that's people. How people are so, so then so when he, you start he, making stroke jokes they're like oh my god <laughs> exactly. if i laugh somebody this this is gonna go real bad exactly so i i normally back in the day and i still do it a little bit i'll like if i meet somebody or like a little group of people i'll say the most horrific disturbing <laughs> effed up thing i can think about just to gauge what kind of people i'm around <laughs> I'll tell oh. a joke, but I'm not going to say it because there's too many people. Like I have a lot of like young people who listen to this and I don't want to offend anybody like too badly. I'll say just <laughs> something ridiculously horrific. And a lot of times people are like, oh, my God, obviously it's a, like I don't mean it. Like nobody in their right mind would think like this terrible thing is like, oh, this dude means it. Like even joking about my stroke. Obviously, it's a joke. It's like I'm not poking fun at myself. I am a little bit. But, you know, um, so if you get that, I can mess with you. If you get that I'm joking, if you get that this is a horrific thing, but I'm joking about it because this is how I'm processing it, I can mess with you. We can talk. We can become friends. If you're like, oh, I just don't understand. I don't get that. Cool. I now know I don't have to waste any more time in trying to get to know you. You know, like you got to figure out all that stuff on your own. I don't have that kind of time because I almost died. I'm doing my best to live. So 
it's it's That's awesome perfect. that I know now I don't have to waste time on you. You know, Joe, um, to to circle back around, like at the end of the 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 confrontation, not a confrontation, but just uh, you know, just the realization that this guy, like you know, that I, I, I met the met at the bar, mm-hmm. like he actually, you know, cheered me for you know instead of shook my hand. Damn right he and, did. <laughs> yeah and and because it, it it was it was like uh a salute or like uh respect you know right it, it was it was it was it was that it was you know like oh i understand now i actually also appreciate the fact that you gave him an opportunity to cheer you instead of just like shutting him down you know because i don't have to be honest i don't have that kind of patience i just i really don't i never had uh, I used to get into arguments with my physical therapist and he broke down, broke something down to me. He's like, you're going to have to have patience or you're always going to be a patient. So that helped me a little bit, but yeah. in all likelihood, I probably would have jumped over a counter and tried to strangle a guy, but that's old Joe new Joe. I'm super peaceful. I'm super loving. I'm super caring. <laughs> and I'm normally physically afraid of my co-host. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think that's amazing that you actually like cheers the dude and you, I don't know if you made like a friend, but you gain the respect of a jerk and hopefully you gave him a little bit of perspective. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of like teaching adults how to be adults. I'm like, either you, you <laughs> well, get you it or you don't. Here, here's what I would say. You know, you don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to teach anybody anything. You don't have to. You, In fact, you know, why should you? Right. Well, well I have an argument for why should you? Mm-hmm. Is because nobody else is going to. You know what? Yeah. See, damn it, Liam. It's a great, great yeah. damn point. And we get <laughs> in every opportunity. So like what Kyle did there in every opportunity, we have like every moment we have that opportunity to be the person that brings that. Right. And when you bring that, it's almost like you give somebody else the opportunity to get off the train too. Because mm. everybody's on that train. That reacting to oh I hate this I like that like right. that blah. and like you're on this but then when you kind of step out and you say like t- speak the truth and are open and then allow people to step into that they're like wow who is this human like and I can be like that like that's pretty cool that is that is, that's a very it's a very adult way to go about it too you know I, well, I had I had my adult way of going about this like all right so like politically things are crazy since my stroke. <laughs> I literally woke up in Back to the Future, too. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and I remember a lot of my friends were like, oh, you know, I found out so-and-so is a orange idiot supporter. I can't talk to him anymore. I'm like, no, 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 we, we can't win that way. We can't we can't function in a society that way. We have to have these conversations. We have to talk to these people and let them see how awesome it is on this side, you know? Like mm-hmm. I already, I like I'm already seeing that side. I'm like, oh man, it looks miserable and it's full of hate. That sucks. Like I don't want to be part of that. But on the flip side, if they see how amazing and loving and caring and inclusive this side is, why would they go back to the other side? You know? Yeah. It's like it, it's it's very peaceful and nice over here. Come on over. The the grass is really green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that was a very adult thing that you did. Um, you know, and and I I praise you for it. And I strive every day to be as adult as you. <laughs> but I have my bodyguard, my girlfriend, and, you know, she's an ass kicker. So I, she'll make sure I don't get in trouble. And Joe, it will come. But yeah, I hope I hope so. 
like I say it all the time, just like the rest of us, I'm a work in progress. Well, I'm a work in progress and I've been in, in it for 21 years. <laughs> Man, I think that's... we're all, we'll, we'll always be a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. As, as a people, I think we are, you know, yeah. um, I, I think your journey has been incredible. Like it really, it really has. And I'm pretty sure one day some, some dope ass actor is going to be playing you in a movie. No, no, come on, man. Don't, don't, don't be humble. Who is it going to be Kyle? Yeah. Who, who is it Kyle? Is it going to be, is it going to be like an up and coming guy? Like a, uh, uh, wait, what's the dude from high school musical? <laughs> is it going to be Zach Efron? Could it be Zach Efron? Come on. He played basketball in that movie. I think. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, uh, told I look like uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Oh shit! That would be amazing. Yeah, and so he can maybe, maybe he can be me, me as a, as an old dude. You, you know, that makes me wish it wish. Uh, I wish that you would start in Big Trouble in Little China if they ever make a sequel. Wow, I did not see that movie. <gasps> Gasp and awe. Are you serious? <laughs> oh man! So that needs to be rectified. I'm just saying that 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 has to kind of be a thing. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen okay, it. Okay, so here's this thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's a little spoiler alert. And my girlfriend ruined it for me because she she brought reality into this. So at the, I don't know if you remember the beginning of this movie. And Kyle, you'll see it eventually. Here's a spoiler. And you'll know going in, it takes place. And one of the dudes, he's talking about this to cops. All right. So like there's this thing that going down. The cops are like, well, tell us like everything that happened. And he's explaining it. And while he's explaining it, of course, it flashes back to the incidents that happened at the end of those incidents. Not once do they go back to the cops. Like, how did he end up in the police station? <laughs> it makes no sense. And <laughs> police, police was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So like, how did he get arrested? How did he do this? How did that? And I was like, oh, I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, my. And it's not like I saw this movie when I was a kid. And then I never touched back. I honestly watch this movie at least once a year. Once a year, I'm 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 41 now. Once a year for like 30 plus years, I've seen this movie. Not once did I realize that it makes no sense that they were talking to cops at the beginning of the movie and they never they never circle back to it. Ever. It makes no sense. And it's been bothering me for like the two years that I've realized this since Felice told me. Joe, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're really 30. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm I think I'm forever 13 because I still giggle at ridiculous things. Like I tell everybody all the time. Yes, I'm 41, but I'm very immature, <laughs> you know, and I'm Puerto Rican. So, like, I look super young minus the the um, yeah, the I didn't know you were 41. Yeah, yeah, the platinum streaks I have in my beard. Like, you know, aside of those, you'd never know I was over 20. I have a theory about Big Trouble in Little China. Maybe he just never stopped talking to the cops. Like he's, maybe he's still doing it now to this day. Oh, and he said the more the story is being unraveled. Yeah, like we only got that little bit of the story. We did. But like Kurt Russell is still like, hey, that, doing... that, that leads into one of my theories. Kurt Russell, one of the greatest storytellers in the history of mankind. <laughs> there you go. Kyle, please watch that movie. It'll make me so happy. I'll feel like my life is complete. I honestly think as of right now, I survived my stroke to meet you and get you to watch Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> All right, I will fall, fall asleep to it, it, it. It absolutely has to be. Has to, 
<laughs> has to be a thing. Hey, so Stroke of Genius, where where do you guys see this going? Now that you guys have this amazing partnership with Ariana Huffington and Thrive, like what where do you want to see Stroke of Genius go? Well, first of all, I would I would like to say that uh, the amazing partnership is with Liam, Tammy, and Michael. Uh, I didn't even know who the hell Michael is. Uh, yeah, Michael is um, our fourth part of the team. I didn't know you had a fourth part. I knew yeah. about Tammy, even though I've never like knew Tammy's story. I didn't even know about Michael. I don't think Michael exists. <laughs> no, Michael is real, and he has a <laughs> and he is amazing and has a huge, huge background. I don't know if it's fifteen or twenty years that he's been working in nonprofit, oh, and beautiful. he's helped so much in steering us. You know, because we're a young organization, we just started a year ago wow. and, That's... you know, in structuring us correctly and steering us in the right way and building things like in it with a foundation for success. Right. Right. So, and he, so he's awesome. That's amazing. You guys have been absolutely set up for success. And I mean, look at the success that you guys have had in just a year, the amount of people that you've touched. It's amazing. I mean, I've seen as many stroke of geniuses as, as I've possibly could see when I'm available. I'll always see it. I love you guys. I think you're amazing for, for doing what you do. Um, do you guys, uh, I, I don't know, like w- what would be the, the next thing? What about like a stroke of genius movie? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe. What do you think about I that? I mean, Kyle? that sounds very intriguing, but I mean, like we're, we're just a year out and we have so much more to do. And I mean, like, you know, we're, we're literally like we planned when we got back from our cross country trip, you know, we saw the bigger picture, you know, uh, starting with, you know, the, the, the halfway point of our trip, you know, uh, and connecting everyone. Uh, and it was, um, opening. Uh, right. we, we, you know, saw like, wow, other people can share their stories on our video platform and really make this community just thriving uh, higher than ever. Right. Then, you know, we took a couple months of, you know, strategizing and really uh, deciding where we wanted to go with this. And uh, because we had Netflix on on the radar as our next stop, but then you know, and and the share your stroke of genius as the ending goal, but now it's all flopped around and say, okay, stroke, uh, you share your stroke of genius is you know first, and then Netflix is. I, you know, down, down the road. Wait, it's so, happening exactly how it's supposed to happen. You know, I, sure. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Yes. Yeah. And you know? so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, uh, Liam, what do you have to say about that? Um, I, when you were sharing that, it, it's so amazing. I, I have to say like, you just never know what's going to happen. It's, you know, we, we had this, just like Kyle said, we had this idea of like, and like this bigger idea, like this bigger future thing. And we thought, oh, like five years from now, maybe we'll be able to put together some kind of a platform where people can share their stories. And then we got on this phone call with Dan over at Thrive, who has been such a huge champion of our project. 
And he was like, um, and, and you know, and we were like, oh, maybe it would be cool to like do a couple articles on Thrive. And and then he got on the phone and he was like, yeah, you know, it'd be cool. Like if you did something where like people could like share their stories and or, or something, you know, just like with on Thrive. And we our jaws just dropped to the yeah, floor. We were, already we, were thinking like, that. <laughs> we were like, we were thinking it was going to take five years to do this. Right. And here comes one guy. And it's just like you just never know. You, you don't. Um, The biggest the greatest advice I've ever gotten from anybody is just do it. It's it's and it wasn't Nike. It was actually a really good friend of mine. And he was like, look, just do it. So many people talk about doing it. So many people put so many things in. Well, no, I'll do it once this happens once. Well, once I'm able to do this, then I'll do this. Just do it. If you just do it, good things are going to happen, you know, and you are just the, the fact that you're doing it. You're so far ahead of so many other people. And beautiful things are going to happen. You know, I was really nervous about doing this, like, you know, putting uh, together a podcast, putting a blog together, um, speaking in front of people, doing like these events. Like it's it's been a lot like it would have given me a panic attack pre-stroke, post-stroke. I'm like, Joe, I, almost, I almost died. I laugh at this stuff. <laughs> Joe, you're killing it. You're killing it. I'm, I'm trying. You know, I'm always trying to be like Kyle, man. I'm trying to get that real Kyle style in my life. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, especially being a, a former, you know, both of us are former like basketball players. Like, you know, we, we've, we've got that bond and and we've, we've got that thing that we just want to keep on pushing forward. And all I want to do is keep pushing forward. I want to um, help. I want to reach as many people as possible. That's why I asked, like, where you guys um, see, see this going, because you guys traveled. Do you guys have any aspirations or any thoughts about, you know, doing another cross country trip or uh, where my yeah. mind went immediately just going overseas? Yes. That's the end goal. Because I think that would be amazing. Like, you know, stroke of genius from Paris, stroke of genius from Thailand, stroke of genius from, you know, Moscow. Like, there are stories everywhere. I was born in Germany. I lived a little in Seattle, lived, uh, you know, grew up in Palm Springs and lived in L.A. for nine years before heading out to New York. And so uh, I chased a girl down to Brazil. Yeah. Oh, I, I. I absolutely am culture, uh, you know, definition. And, you know, that's the end goal is, you know, to uh, interview and see and to feel all these cultures and to see these people in it of how they overcame uh, adversity, uh, life changing trauma events to live happy healthy lives and thrive why right why 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 because each culture is completely different japan china india europe uh europe proper europe like in you know uh turkey i mean we're talking about uh pakistan like you you name it like why are they so happy right like it's fascinating given this the the culture around them and you know and it's it absolutely is gonna be mind-blowing for us here in united states because united states have you know people have a way of living and, you know, medical practices have, you know, a system that works and doesn't work. Oh, it's, it's know, broken but, for sure. Yeah, exactly. But 
you know, when you go to all ends of the earth, you see everything. And so, you know, I would, you know, that's, that's definitely on our plan. Yeah. yeah. I, I, tra- traveling the world has been interesting because you actually see different cultures, which I never saw before. I mean, the closest thing I can is living in New York where it's kind of like its own. <laughs> it's its own thing. But actually being in another country and seeing these people, I saw some of the hardest working people in the world. I saw some of the happiest yep. people in the world, you know, it, can I give you, can I give to you see that perspective. Example? I'm going to give you a crazy, the funniest example. OK, this is exactly what you guys are talking about mm-hmm. when it, it must have been the first this is the first time i went to europe i went to france and i remember i got off the airplane i got on and this was many years ago and now they have these in america now but uh i got off the airplane went to the place i was staying went to the bathroom i go in the bathroom and the toilet bowl the toilet tank is in the wall and the just is there's just the bowl part mm-hmm. and then there's a button on the wall that you push and it flushes the toilet and my mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest freaking toilet I have ever seen. And until that time, I was young. I was like in my early 20s, but mm-hmm. which is young, but also like not that young to be blown away by a toilet. <laughs> but I and I in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, for my whole life, I had assumed that we had the best toilets. And that's like how I was going through my life. I'm from America. We have the best toilets. That's it. We have the best everything. We have the best everything. We and don't. <laughs> the first bathroom I went in, the first minute that I was in France, I saw the best toilet I'd ever seen in my life. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> like, we, you know what? We, we need to get out. A lot of people are like, like almost shut-ins a little bit, afraid to travel because we live in a fear culture. Mm. You know, oh, these people are out to kill me. The terrorists. The, it, it, it's not. It's a beautiful world out there and we need to experience it. We need to grow as people. We need to meet other people and learn from them so we could be like the ultimate person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're, we need to gain all of this knowledge. So like we know, you know, don't you want to know? I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. Like there, there's things that like, why, why are you so happy? <laughs> you live in a third world country. Why are you so happy? I want to know why that is. Like, I want to hang out with that- you. Exactly. In in Brazil, I spent a lot of time in, in, in Brazil. And there there are, are third world parts of Brazil. And you you see these people and they're so happy. And you're like, wow, like like I wish, you know, America could be so happy. Yeah. You know, it's just not like it's 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 a complete different sensibility. It, it uh, is. I, I experienced experienced that the first time I ever traveled outside of the states uh, a few months back when I went to Thailand. I spent a few weeks over there. The people were the nicest, hardest working people I've ever met. It was insane. Everybody is hustling and doing something. You know, I, I just thought that was beautiful. You know, and yeah. and there was a couple of people who were there was a couple of um, not a lot of homeless people, but there were some homeless people hustling. You know, not just saying, "Oh, I'm homeless." Like. Take, take care of them. They, they were like hustling and trying to do like it was crazy. It was such a very hardworking culture, and everybody was just so happy. And I love that. You know, it, it sounds weird, but we get like caught up in everything, and negativity kind of rules a lot. It, it feels Felice uh, says it all the time. She's like, it feels good to feel good, and yeah. I think we forget that sometimes. And if you just say yeah. it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. But if you're in a mood and you're upset. Just wh- why are you upset? What is taking you away from feeling good? No matter what it is, it feels good to feel good. So let's just feel good. Yell, yell it in front of a mirror, you know, time and time and again. 
a really good friend of mine uh, and Liam's too says, you know, you say it nine times in a row to and to to actually you know become imprinted in your mind. Hmm. That's a, that's that's Allison. Mm, that's that's awesome. I kind of love that. You know, just don't say Candyman more than three times because he'll appear. <laughs> oh, no. With the exception of two things: Candyman and Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. You guys are amazing. <laughs> that made me so happy right now. Oh man, that's be- I'm inspired as hell. I-, I absolutely adore you guys. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. It really is truly inspiring to me and so many others out there. And I think it helps so many people, you know, like I, when I talk to people, cause I have this thing. So uh, Kyle's one of my brain buddies. Uh, Liam is now one of my brain buddy, adjacent buddies, <laughs> brain adjacent buddy. Um, And I had this thing last month where there was 31 days and I was reaching out to 31 different brain injury survivors just to connect. So awesome. Yes. So so just to connect, share stories and, you know, create community. And it was really, really cool. And at the the ass end of the month, you know, it got like a a little busy and I was like, oh man, I missed the day. That sucked. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this every single day for the rest of the year. And I'm pretty sure at the end of the year, I'm going to be doing this every single day for like the rest of my life. Cause I think it's such a beautiful thing. And a lot of people that I reached out to, you guys already know, you know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, like I have this like like beautiful community, the Stromies and uh, the the Share Stroke of Genius guys, the um, you know Stroke Survivors Never Quit, the Like It or Not Apparel Girls, like like all these people, and they're like, oh, I know Stroke of Genius, I watch Stroke of Genius. Oh man, those guys are great. Man, <laughs> Liam's really good looking. <laughs> hey, hey, what about Kyle? Oh, oh, uh, Kyle, shockingly attractive. I get that a lot for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's such a, a, a beautiful community that we have. And it's such like the word community is be- it's, it's incredible to me because, you know, friends are friends. Um, uh, organizations are just like things that you're attached to. But a community is something that you'll be with forever. You know, yeah. if you can build a community that's going to stick with you for life, it's kind of like um, a fraternity. You know, uh, Kyle and I, we're part of a special fraternity of stroke survivors, and we always will always have that. Apparently, Liam and I, we're part of a fraternity. We're both Puerto Rican. (laughs) That's amazing. I didn't even know that. Um, But like if we our community of survivors, people who have suffered um, traumatic brain injuries, people who have suffered a stroke and and, and anything that revolves around, you know, uh, the brain, we are so caring and loving and inclusive. And I think it's so beautiful that. You you guys are doing what you're doing to to help grow this community and help other people. And it just inspires me just to keep on pushing forward, you know, and to keep on doing the exact same thing. Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, on that note, I want to uh, thank you guys for allowing me to, you know, um, uh, drag you guys on uh, the Neuro Nerds, even though I don't have a uh, Lauren here. She's here in spirit threatening me with her fists of fury. <laughs> she's never hit me. She's only threatened me. And by threatened me, she just sits here and looks at me evilly. And I know that in a moment she could snap my neck. I'm literally, I, I'm physically afraid of my five foot four co-host. Physically afraid. I'm a grown man. I, I'm six foot two. I am 200 plus pounds. It's ridiculous that I actually have a genuine physical fear of my co-host. So, um, Kyle, I think you're amazing. I am so happy that we met Liam. I think, obviously I think you're amazing. You're a true artist in every sense of the word. So are you Kyle? Like you guys are two of the most, 
have the two of the most artistic hearts I, I, I've ever known. You know, it's beautiful what you do. Continue doing what you're doing. Uh, let, so you can reach Kyle at the real Kyle Style on Instagram. You can reach Liam at Liam Rules. Yes, it's spelled phonetically L E E U M. R-U-L-E-Z. Boom. I actually thought that's how you spelled your name. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's, I guess that's just for the socials. Um, definitely reach out to these guys. Um, you can hear them on Share Your Stroke of Genius. And I really, really tune in. You guys every Monday? Uh, yeah, every Monday at 3 p.m. And uh, it's uh, at Share Your Stroke of Genius is the Stroke of Genius handle. Yeah. That, every that, Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, excuse me, on Instagram Live. Yeah. And and it, it's like the people that they interview. Uh, it's always very informative. It's always very helpful. I always take something beautiful away from every single episode. Ask questions. The guys are amazing at, you know, connecting with you guys and connect with other stroke survivors. You know, again, I want to give a giant, massive shout out to the Stroke of Genius guys. You guys are amazing. You guys are gentlemen's and scholars. <laughs> and that was my interview with the Stroke of Genius guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it because I did follow them at Liam Rules, at The Real Kyle Style, at Share Your Stroke of Genius. As always, the Neuro Nerds, we're here to help. Follow us at the Neuro Nerds. Follow me at Joso Rocks. Follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano. And a big thank you to Avid for sponsoring our podcast and making us sound amazing. Also want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon. We really, really appreciate all of the support. Every dollar counts to help keep the show functioning and running smoothly. If you listen to the show regularly, we love your support. Plus, every month as the initiative, the Neuro Nerds Give Back, we donate a portion of our proceeds to an individual or an organization in need. So this month's Patreon donation spotlight is stroke survivor Ryan Teal and his wife, Anna. We're supporting his recovery through his GoFundMe page. Go to patreon.com slash the neuro nerds for more details. And that wraps up the show for today. Many more interviews on the way with my brain buddies, with survivors, with caretakers, with doctors. There's a bunch of really, really exciting stuff happening in the very, very near future. Also, the neuro nerds are taking over video. You can check us out on YouTube. And on that note, this neuro nerd is out. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.